Hello and uh, welcome to the Cybersecurity Insider. My name is Igal Behar. Today I'm going to continue and talk about a case study with a customer uh, that came to us with the um, Office uh, 365 uh, breach. I described this uh, case uh, about a month ago and there's a customer got an email with a, an invoice to pay um, I think about uh, $30,000 so they cut the check and the check was missing only the signature of the, uh, uh, the business owner the president and he didn't recognize it and he said well I don't recognize this invoice and they decided to open a, uh, an investigation they contact me he said okay we need this uh, is to figure it out what happened. So after two months, uh, we came with uh, some conclusion and we found problems uh, with the Office 365. We found problems on the uh, computer network and, of, and also because people now working from home, it also uh, warrants uh, to look at the, those computers at home and see what kind of uh, uh, vulnerabilities are there or what where are those uh weakest link um in in the chain so so now a little bit history about this customer we started with uh, speaking with him back in 2017 and back then i told the customer well you know you need to have some sort of um monitoring on the network so so to speak to have an eyes inside the network and see what's going on about a year later, they contacted me and they said, well, we need you because we had an employee that was um, snooping around, starting to do different things that not necessarily supposed to be with the go with the company um, goals. Let's put it this way. And it cost them hard dollars, about a million dollars. And then it also cost them with about I think half a million dollars in soft costs, you know, with employee a work time and everything. So the really the cost was very heavy uh, in addition to delays. And then because they had to go there now, now they have a Salesforce um, implementation, cloud application. And I told the customer, okay, you know, we did the investiga investigation back then. and said, okay, the customer, the, this employee, and he was back then the CTO. And after uh, looking at his workstation, we found many things uh, that didn't seem to be uh, the appropriate use of a uh, computer um, on the network. He was using a dark web browser, the Tor browser, and he was looking, uh, using um, email services. He was uh, using other hosting services to um, have a websites for his own business. So he was using company provided devices in order to do his, um, I would say business run his own on the side business. And so this is what happened with them. Um, and later on to, and then two months ago, they came again because they had the office 365 breach. So back then, and, and I described this in my closing letter to the customer, and I said, you know, you had since 2017, we had two events, major events. One, you had an insider, the, the cost was very high. And then you had the two CEO frauds where they, they cut an email, they saw 
how actually the customer work, how they, um, the moving pieces between the employees, how they send the invoice and who gets to approve it. So they saw the, pro the process for a while and then they send them an invoice as somebody sending the invoice from the inside. They got the uh, password somehow, we don't know how. And they were able to send an email because they discovered that they were using an old signatures. And apparently they were able to log into the um, port portal.office.com with that user and send those invoices. They actually, they said two invo invoices, one was a 30K, the other one was a 150,000. So now we are coming to the point where we told the customer, okay, you know, with all those things, and in addition, we found other problems with your existing network. And what we found was that they had, um, a, they we found during the, our investigation, we found a few things. We found uh, that they have uh, dark web actors trying to access um, um, a server that they set up. They're using SSH server to uh, accept uh, Salesforce information. And I told the customer right almost in the beginning, um, you have that activity on the network. Somebody is trying to access your um, um, SSH server. And, and at some point they will be able to get in. Now we are lucky because we found that this is happening. So these two issues, the first issue to begin with was that they, somebody in, decided to have that server the SSH, SSH server uh, located internally on the internal network. So you have the, the internet and then you have the firewall and then here below you have your LAN. So they decided to put that place, that server on the LAN. And this is not the, the, the way how to expose external services. You need to open a DMZ and you let all the information go to the DMZ and then from the LAN, you pull the data from the SSH server inside. You don't push the data, you pull the data to you because you want to control the data, the, uh, control the data flow from outside to the inside. So, so this is what we found. Later on also, we found that they, have, they had a weak um, Office 365 authentication they were using SMS. I said, guys, you need to change it. You need to use the app, uh, Microsoft uh, um, 2FA. So they changed it. So now we increased the security. And of course, they had mixed roles. So the guy that was managing the Office 365 was using, uh, he had the admin role, global admin role, as well as his email address on that account. So I said, okay, you need to separate. This is one. And then there's another person, few other persons that they had the same thing. They had the admin role with their email account. You need to separate this. So this is another another um, major issue because if, they, if you're able to penetrate the email address, now I have admin rights on the entire Office 365 installation. And then of course we found a, a multi-login from, uh, from multiple locations. Uh, so with that, 
we've, we found all those issues. Now, the customer had told us, you know, obviously, um, from after all those two months, you didn't find how he proposed to say smoking gun. Well, we found smoking gun in your, on your network. And then I said, you know, we couldn't find the additional information or exactly the smoking gun that you're looking because during the time that it happened, everybody is working from home. So it might be that that specific user was using his own com home computer. We don't ha have any visibility to that computer or that person might be working from his parents' computer or from another friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, whomever, and then might be also using a Wi-Fi network. I don't know, you know, there's so many options here that, that they might be able to use, uh, use another device that you don't, we don't have any visibility and actually we didn't have any kind of uh, ability to investigate those devices and come with something that uh, as the customer will look in something more uh, concrete. However, later on, we introduced with the, another thing that another development with this customer as they uh, we go on this investigation, they said, okay, you know, we are now looking to um, add um, IP phone VoIP. And the company that provided the, the VoIP system said, okay, Mr. Customer, you have your firewall, that's fine. Just give us a public IP. We are going to have our box and that box will go parallel to the firewall and will go directly to your um, LAN, to your network. So, and we'll give, provide the IP, we'll give the tagging to the uh, voice over IP phones and you're going to provide the untagged uh, IPs to the rest of the network, to all the, the computers. So I said, guys, this is, I understand you need it for uh, quality of service. You need to manage it. You need whatever you need to do on the phones. And, but you are bypassing the security. I said, can you give me any kind of assurance that your box is going to be safe and nobody will be able to penetrate that box? Because I told the customer, you know, once you have this box in parallel, we know now that those dark web actors will now go after that box as well. This is something that, you know, you don't need to be a genius. You don't need to be a security expert to kind of um, uh, predict that uh, move or next move to those uh, actors. And if they are successful with penetrating that box, that VoIP box or PBX, they will be able to change the settings on the LAN and now have a direct access to your system, to your data, to everything, to the network, because now you change, you change the tagging. So they'll be able to be there. It's not a big problem. You create a trunk over there and now you are there. It's, it's, not, it's not so so complicated. So in the end they said, okay, you know, it's probably uh, what you're saying is probably the, the right thing. Okay, we're going to have the phones, only the phones connected to the network, and we won't have the box in parallel as, as long as you can give us um, a bandwidth or manage the quality of service and assign for us a specific uh, bandwidth to the phones. I said, well, it's possible with the existing firewall. It's not, a, it's not an issue. We have other installations even without 
uh, giving any priority or assigning a specific bandwidth to the phone systems, uh, but it still work with no issues and, and everything is fine. And you know, th this is not an issue. <coughs> so, and then later on, uh, we introduce uh, other things that they need to do, like they need to have a backup system. They need to backup the Salesforce information. They need to do risk assessment for the Salesforce. I mentioned all of those. <coughs> and it seems like they, whatever we said, it's like didn't make any change to the um, customer mind. They didn't see all those findings as a, as a smoking gun, as an issue. And in one of the conversations, previous conversations, conversations <coughs> the CTO, the, existing, the, the current CTO said, well, you know, we can use malware bytes and call it a day. I said, well, you can use malware bytes, but however, I don't see that this is going to help you because Malwarebytes and all those solutions actually is, they are not so advanced. They're not going to look at changes that are made on the system. And I was more referring to kind of behavior. If you move literally, literally from one computer to another computer, let's say using RDP or using PowerShell or using PSExec and, and moving um, in the network from one computer to another computer, malware bytes won't be able to detect it. You need something more advanced than those solutions. So the customer decided, well, we, if we're gonna accept your recommendations to have an advanced monitoring on, your, on our network, we're gonna need probably to double the amount because now we have also people working from home. I said, well, this is the cost of doing business. There's no other choice here you're going to need also to monitor those devices as well or provide your own devices. So they apparently rejected, <laughs> this is funny, they rejected everything, whatever we said. Uh, they rejected everything that we showed them and everything was documented. And they decided to reject it. And I said, you know, this is one thing I want to tell you that, um, why I wrote the whole thing, disclosing letter, because I said, I want to have a record that we talked about the increased exposure and the increased risks. And you have decided to do whatever you see fit. This is how I ended my, my closing letter because I saw that there was no, you know, nobody's listening on the other side, apparently. So with that, uh, I'm going to conclude this session. So everybody that uh, joined and saw this um, uh, episode. Thank you for watching. This is Igal Beha from the Cybersecurity Insider. I hope really that you, you won't do those uh, mistakes and believe that doing nothing or doing, uh, I don't know how to say it, but using uh, tools that cannot help you and services that cannot help you to protect your data, your employees, the software, whatever you're using. Um, and you need to do a little bit more than that. So I wish you success, be safe. Thank you. This is Egal Behar from the Cybersecurity Insider and I am gonna stop the recording now. Um, thank you and enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>